0: hello hello welcome back have you guys missed us because we have been m to the i to the a i am nene and i am coco and this is another episode of dealing and healing y'all okay listen listen (laughs) we know we know we got a lot we got a lot explaining to do Explaining. Explaining. So what started out as a really strong start last month to our lovely desire to emphasize uh, mental health wellness and mental health for the month of May. Well, it turns out Mercury was in retrograde or something because I had a full-on mental health mayhem month. And Coco, I know you did, too, in the last leg of trying to wrap up the school year. Things got
1: all out of whack. Am I right? Oh, yeah. May was mental health mayhem month for sure. For sure.
0: And it just went. And, you know, it's crazy because, you know, there's these seasons where, like, maybe you'll be having a little bit harder. And then, you know, I'm like, cheerleader, it's good, Coco, we got it, you got it. And then months that I'm having it a little bit harder or weeks, and then you're like, nay, nay, nay no, dang, you got this. But at the same time, <laughs> at the same damn time, it was a bit much. It was a bit yeah. much. So um, we're going to talk about tonight a few of our triggers and, um, if you have not been yet listening, we also will talk about a little bit of our own mental health, our own mental health struggles, um, and some coping skills that are great and not so great, and um, maybe even get into a little bit of our learned strategies from um, therapy. So, I mean, where do we
1: start, Coley? Where do we start? I don't even, it's all a blur, and
0: yet you still feel the remnants
1: yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, it's kind of like a, um, mental health hangover, but oh. like it's over, but I'm still, like you said, I'm still feeling the remnants, little queasy, sore. Don't know why the arch of my foot is so sore. It's because we was stepping it out and grinding, trying to get through May. That's why. <laughs> True story. True story. I like that mental health hangover. Yes. Wow. So it, um, I feel like that's not a it's not a thing yet, but it is a thing that we experience when we are, you know, the whole movement of, you know, taking care of your uh, mental health and self-care and all that stuff. A lot of times people don't quite understand um, what that means and what it entails. So if you go balls to the walls trying to. Um, for the month of for a month, because it's awareness month, try to take care of your mental health and not, um, you know, do it gradually over time so you can build a habit, then it becomes a lot. It, it's, it becomes more of a burden than it is a um, tool. Um, so that that could be part of it, too. And I wonder why the mental health organizations decided to pick May, because it's the end of the school year, which probably doesn't affect everybody, but, like, it's the end of the school year. You got graduations. You got end of school you got all these things that are start coming to a culminating event. I have 17 people who have birthdays in in May. Mm. It was just, oh, it may, May was, May was a toughie. May was a tough. Also, Mother's Day, which doesn't
0: always ring as a fabulous time for um women, couples, mm-hmm. um, or people in relationship with mother figures or not in relationship. I know a lot of women experience um depression. During this time, or even not just women, if people have lost their moms or their grandmas or maternal mm-hmm. figure in their life or they're not close or they have a tumultuous relationship. Um, so, yeah, it is interesting. But then we never really know these calendars and why they pick what they pick. But May is already hectic. Yeah. Um, I want to touch upon a little bit about what you said, because I think it's a very salient point about if you are not practicing regular self-care which you and I are very much at fault for doing, mm-hmm. then doing it becomes a burden and it actually like increases your anxiety or takes away from the enjoyment of it, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I will say this though, as you said that, I realized that I did very little self-care in the month of May. And maybe that was part of the mayhem that occurred.
1: You'll tell me in, me too. I, w- I was thinking that because it was such a um busy and jam-packed month and it was this year was a big month because jazz graduated yeah. jazz graduated i know that uh covid kind of prevented a lot of the seniors from actually having a ceremony um jazz had a quote-unquote ceremony but it was pretty much washed out because mm. it rained torrentially so just little things like that adds you know stones or pebbles to the tipping scale yeah. it was, a straw that breaks the camel's back it was a great occasion but it was hard to celebrate it because there was so many elements that were like against us and right. that event. um but it was may was was a hard one to actually get some self-care in um and so in June when school got out May <laughs> was like uh Coco where you at <laughs> hit me hit me up girl I just sent you Except oh, I, yeah, yeah it's, I know. At,
0: yeah, at this point, I already know when school lets out. I already know what the deal is for a few weeks. It was. Um, yeah. Shout out to Shy. We're still waiting for. She's graduating in a week, oh, a word, little word, later. Word. Yeah. Um, so, can you highlight like one thing? I know it was a lot, but what was one thing that you felt really you struggled with, and then did you see? it coming and you couldn't stop it. I know that might be hard for people to understand, but sometimes it goes that way. Could you foresee it? Or was it that when you were in it, you were like, oh my damn.
1: Yes, actually it was the, um, the scene, the senior, everything coming to an end for jazz because she's my baby. And not only that, but I also teach at her school. So I'm a parent, but I'm also a teacher and trying to maneuver both of those um, for some of my senior students who were graduating who are special needs. It was really hard to um, find the balance between the two. Like I wanted to be there as a mom, like my baby girl's graduating. But then I also had a probably a self-imposed responsibility to my special needs students to have a the most typical graduation possible, uh, so that was kind of a challenge. And then things just at the end, at the last last minute, things changed up. There were, it was supposed to be an outside venue, blah blah blah, yada yada. And yeah. so it just, I there was no time to take a step back and and process through it. It was kind of one of those you got to choose, and um, I chose me. I chose my my daughter um, to make sure that she was the main focus. And then had other people make sure I had made sure that other people were there to take care of the work side of my students who were graduating. So um, I felt guilty. Uh, I don't know if I said this before, but like self-care for a really long time seemed like a frivolous, guilty pleasure. Like, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for me because I got little people I got to take care of. And so um I have come to realize over the last couple of years, it is very important. And I think Janae told me this um, and I wrote it down somewhere on my wall so I could always read it. If you don't take care of yourself, who's going to take care of your kids?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And that was something I need to put up there because it was, was, um, for lack of a better word, it was monumental. It finally clicked at that time that I needed to take care of myself, Mm -hmm. whether it be, uh, get out the house and away from my kids for a little bit so I can have some peace of mind so that I can function later. Um, go Early on um, in my, my motherhood stages, um, you don't buy something for yourself. Your kids need something before you need something. Mm-hmm. So going to get my toes done or getting my hair done, that was stuff that I didn't do because it was a, a necessity. Mm-hmm. So, um, And those feelings always fled back when I am trying to engage in some kind of self-care, like I'm being selfish because I'm doing something for me, but then I have to retrain myself to say, no, 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 you deserve this. You need to take care of yourself. You need some time away. Or you,
0: yeah
1: it does sparkle so, on your toenails.
0: <laughs> for you, before we get to the self-care, because I heard that like the flurry of May was just, it was a lot going right. on in your students' graduation, your graduation with Jazzy. What, um, what, would you say you recognize, is there an outward manifestation of your level of stress? Um, and if so, what does that look like? Cause I think I kind of want to go through like, what are our triggers so that the busyness of life, right. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it definitely was too much busyness. It was that, And then, you know, surprisingly, we a few of us all ended up with medical situations in between me and my siblings and my even my grandfather. Um, and so that was right one of those unexpected things. But in my case, it didn't just have like it wasn't just me, it was me, and then my little brother has to have this surgery, and then my younger sister got sick with um COVID, and then you know, so it was too much. Right. Mm-hmm. Then my mom's shoulders started acting it, which, you know, she's supposed to have this whole rotator cut fixed four years ago, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, uh, right. So that on top of you're right. The schedule change, even in private um, therapy, we change schedules when the kids change schedules. So going from school mm-hmm. schedule to summer schedule. So I know for me, I have trouble sleeping. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, I am very, uh, like I have this thing with picking my fingernails when I'm driving, right. It used to be biting. I haven't done that since high school, but, you know, I lost all my fingernails recently. Um, you know, I find myself exhaling a lot, not realizing I was even holding my breath. Right. Mm. Just all of a sudden, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I wasn't, mm. oh, hold on. Hold on in air. the <laughs> yeah, check. Right. So. <laughs> what do you think are some of your outward manifestations when you hit that level of, um, stress?
1: Um, one would more likely one is, um, a fatigue really easily, even though, and I try to push through the fatigue because that's just what I know, but I, I can feel myself, um, expiring as far as my energy. Mm -hmm. I get knots in my shoulder. Mm -hmm. And just the the um, manifestation of the anxiety, that stress, that just, um, I can feel it in my body. Like you can feel all your senses are on high alert because there's so much you have to get done. I can feel that energy in my body, like yeah. under my skin. Yeah. And, um, and a li- I'm a little bit snappy. I mean, I'm always snappy, but like yeah. it's extra. irritable. Yeah, just yeah, like, got it. it doesn't make sense. Why are you doing that? Brush your top teeth before you brush your bottom teeth. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. But you're just
0: like, what? right? No, that's so true. So you mentioned anxiety. And we probably should have mentioned um, to both of us struggle with anxiety. Um, And you're right. It's those little things that shouldn't be such a little thing. Thursday, I had to pick my mom up from the airport. And I already hate LAX. I just do. Um, and she knows this and she volunteered to take Uber, but I was like, No, it's the middle of the afternoon, you know, not a big deal. Then her flight got delayed, so then it wasn't the middle of the afternoon, which means I had to deal with LA traffic in general. And then I thought she said, you know, two, she was at gate and I got there on time because I can't stand when people hit are late picking me up from the airport. But then for whatever reason, they sat on the landing strip. Ugh. right. Then I thought she said she was at two jay she said she was at 2a so like all of those little things by the time she got in the car like i was so spent and she knew and she was like i'm so sorry it took long and my mom also suffered from severe anxiety so she knew that mm-hmm. like i hit the wall now to someone else it might not be a big deal right it's a big deal you have to wait a little longer you have to you know you circle back around no like right. i was i was on the verge of losing it, right? Because I was at that heightened stage of right. being overwhelmed and it was just those little culmination of things. Now on a week that I'm stable or on a day that I'm stable, I can handle that. But right. in particular, it was much harder. Um,
1: when everything is just kind of piled up on you.
0: Absolutely. And My overwhelmness looks like um, shutting down, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I find like my thoughts just get too frantic you know I'm thinking about this and I'm thinking about that and I'm thinking about this um I can't really hone in on mm-hmm. completing one section right and so um you know those are the outward and then I have to just go in my room and I have to sit down and I just
1: have to be <laughs> yeah decompress yeah for sure yeah to recover even that that decompression time doesn't always have to be a sit and meditate or do your breathing exercise. I just need some time away so that I can calm my own energy. And I, I, I've been talking about energy a lot because I feel like my anxiety, I can feel it. And that's the only way, like, um, those balls that have those little, the little, um, thingies? that's yeah. what it feels like. Like it's just everywhere. It's so you just need some time to just be by yourself to kind of calm that down, to cool off the thermometer so that you you're able to get back out there. The other thing too, when you were mentioning being at the being at LA, LAX already is, is red flag number one. And her flight was delayed. That's red flag number two. Like so that you know that these things, your um tea kettle is starting to get there. So it's gonna whistle a little bit. Uh but everybody sleeps, so you don't want it to whistle, but it's coming. Yeah. And we, like, oh sh- get get the microwave for a day. So no one knows I mean right I, now kind of thing. <laughs> but we I think we humans people in general need to understand that um someone's triggers may seem um minute oh yeah like very like in in what's the word I'm looking for just like, like insignificant insi- thank you insignificant but it's a real thing and we need to be aware that your anxiety triggers are not going to look or your ang- how you manifest anxiety is not going to look the same as someone else yeah um Because like me going to the, going there would not have been a problem, but if things were not planned out properly, I mean, we can, we can deal with the change, but like, I need to know what the plan is. Yeah. So I don't really like surprises unless it's a party, (laughs) but like other surprises, I need to know what the plan is so I can prepare for it. Where are we going? So I know what to wear. If I go there, if I go to the nudist beach and I have my clothes on, that's not going to be fun for anybody because I'm be nude. You should have told me I'm supposed to be nude.
0: I can get new, but I can't get new necessarily on the fly because I right. didn't have a plan, right? Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> totally get that. And the so. thing is, is like, the other thing about having anxiety is like, once you're in it, it's very hard to, it, it's, it's not hard to cut through it, but I feel like for me, I still am already in it. Like I should have realized that Okay, going to LAX. So next time I know if the flight is delayed, I'm probably gonna have to say, can you take, you know, Uber mm-hmm. or yeah. live? Yeah. Uh, because now you're in traffic time and me circling, like that's not, that's just not yeah. something that I is within my capacity to do, right. do traffic and circling LAX. Like I just can't. But now I know right. usually you're already in it. And then it's hindsight to realize like. Okay, but I will say this the recovery is better, right? So then, you know, she kind of didn't, because my mom was a talker, she kind of just got on her phone. We let the music play, about 10 minutes, you know, passed. And then we were, I was like, okay, so, right, yes. and I can re engage. Um, right. And you bring up a good point because that might have been insignificant to someone. It would have been no big deal as we teach my, my kiddos, no big deal or big deal. But also having people around you who recognize what you need. My mom knows that I had hit the wall and I didn't need her to come in full force with her conversations of the week that we usually have. She recognizes (laughs) that, right? Right. I recognize with you that if you're sleeping, then you ain't going to be able to polo me every little thing that we was poloing before Right, that's your life. I know, like, I got to text you and I get a response when I get a response, right? Until you come out of that, like, hibernation. And it's not a huge deal because I understand that. Now, somebody else in your life or my life might not understand that. And it then becomes very important for us to articulate what our struggles are. And anxiety can be debilitating, right? And we're, I would say, that you and I are functioning pretty good at functioning with their anxiety but we have seen it to the point where you cannot make a decision or um, a movement or a movement or yeah. it quickly leads to you know i remember my first panic attack it quickly leads to you know a panic attack or you know you turn off and shut down for three days or whatever mm-hmm. and so um it's important to recognize what those manifestations are and what the triggers are so
1: What about, like you said, to be able to communicate that to people around you, yes, not in the moment, but like, Hey, um, I remember when jazz finished her, um, intensive outpatient therapy, she came home and she had like a script that she was going to talk to us about, about healthy boundaries. And for her to be able to come to me and my mom, who's Mm -hmm. old hard hitter, like we didn't do that back in the day. We didn't go to counseling. We didn't talk about our feelings, but none of that. And we definitely don't want to hear what a child has to say about anything because yeah. children are not heard. It was huge for my mom to sit and listen. It was even more huge, huger, the hugest. <laughs> Those are not words <laughs> for Jasmine to be able to articulate what she needed for her mental health, yeah. nuclear family. And so like, I applaud people who are able to do that. I also encourage people to do that because it, it's monumental to be able to, you need to tell people, oh no, I don't eat onions or, oh no, I'm allergic to peanut butter. Yeah. Oh, oh no, I, that kind of thing is going to trigger my anxiety and I, I want to be able to be the best that I can be. So yeah. that's important to be able to communicate that.
0: And she steps ahead, like she's already learning tools, steps ahead. Same with shy One of her biggest things that we worked on was her advocacy and, and. Not only self-advocacy, but advocating in a communicative style, a communicative style that mm-hmm. people can receive, right? right? You can advocate for yourself, but are you going to be heard? And right. then switching the thought process of people who are receiving your advocacy to understand what it is that you're saying, which can right. be with a teenager as is. Like, right. I, I hear what you're saying. I understand that you want to stay out till two o'clock in the morning. That's a great way to mention it. However, <laughs> I don't feel at this time it's appropriate at 16 for you to stay out until two, so two o'clock in the morning, right, right? right? So having that, and you're right, autonomy for our kids is so foreign, right? Mm-hmm. actual questions and consideration, um, respecting them, it's such a foreign thing. So very right. proud of um, the girls. And listen soon for their release. We did interview them. Um, they were very good talking about yeah. their mental health struggles. They were awesome. Um Okay. So now that we kind of know our, our, you know, our, our triggers, what we struggle with, what the manifestations look like, mm-hmm. the symptoms, if you will, um, what are some of your better coping strategies that you use? Um, and we'll lead into self-care, but yeah, for sure. coping.
1: One that I, it's very often on, and, um, I struggle with my weight. I struggle with you know, body image issues and things like that. I'm starting to love my my body um, for, for what it is and how it is right now in the moment. But I just recently, um, like in February, I think started working out on a regular basis. Um, and it has, I don't care what people say, exercising takes energy and then it takes energy out of you. People say, no, I feel energetic when I work out. I don't, it literally wears me out. And then I'm looking for the, where's the positivity? There is none. until you see some results and that doesn't come to way down the line. It's not an instant gratification thing, which I need to see some success, Uh but I could tell in my, um, you know, daily interactions and things like that where I was less stressed, there was still stress, but it wasn't as heightened as it was. Um, I did do counseling for a while, so I did pull back some of those strategies and tools that um, I learned when I was in counseling. Um, one thing I think that a lot of people it's it's a touchy subject because I'm not a doctor i I'm not a physician or a psychiatrist anything but I am on medication to help me with my anxiety. I know that when I'm not taking my anxiety medication on a regular basis, like I said I can my nerves are raw and it's almost, palatable where you, I can feel it. Mm -hmm. Like I, I know, I'm, I know I'm going to flash on somebody today. Who's going to be the lucky winner. Mm I feel it. And I don't like to be that person. I don't want to be the person who gives out that negative energy. So I, um, I can, so medication helps me.
0: Um, I'm I'm steady trying to get some medication. Yeah. It's,
1: it, it's a beautiful thing. Let me, when (laughs) When done correctly, under the care of a physician, of course, it it helps. It yeah. helps you to be able to regroup. Um, sometimes it lessens my recoup time or um, my ability to process things before it gets to that that heightened level. Uh, so yeah, I those those are some of the things that I I do. I used to bake a lot um, when I would get stressed or overwhelmed, and I would bake, um, which is a weird one. Not something that people really talk like, not weird, but like, no one's like, when I get stressed, I bake. Like, that was that was new for but me. But that's your thing, right? That's important. right. That's your thing. Yeah. People do and all it, the it, stuff. To, to yeah. Do. All the time. And then maybe yeah. contributing to some of these roles here, but you know, you better like, to bake than, you know, smoke crack. I mean, let's have a scale. <laughs> you can get
0: baked or bake. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Which brings up a point because. That is medicinal, right? Mm-hmm. Smoking weed these days is, is, first of all, it's very lucrative if you're into, you know, the investment side of that. Um, but I know a lot of people who have coped like that for years, right? And it can be considered self-medicating, whatever you want to call it, but that gets people to chill the bug out. Yeah. You might need it.
1: And I, and I feel like wh- when used properly, um, Cause it's not prescribed. I mean, some people can get it medically prescribed to them, but I know in California it is legal, you know, yeah. Texas, not 100% yet um, that it is, it, it is helpful for people when they do it when needed, not, right. you know, high all day long for you to function, then that's an addiction. You can't function without it. Right. And we'll talk about coping in conjunction with,
0: with strategies and tools in conjunction with therapy. Okay. we right. need the prescription. You can't have the prescription without therapy, can not have therapy without additional tools. So um, that's a, another that can be, we can segue into that. Um, so I like that. And I know that you're super busy, but you passed baking on the jazz, which is awesome um that's a thing um don't you always don't you also like to like you like to binge watch your shows kind of get lost in your things your your world
1: yeah binge watching shows and then like there there are times where like a good book I'm really into Mm -hmm. uh young adult dystopia um fantasy stories because it just is so far-fetched it just takes me away yeah Um, but there's times where my Anxiety, or my uh, my tank is empty, and I don't have. I can't even do that. So then yeah. I crash. Uh, I no, don't, I don't feel like that's a the way that I do it. I don't feel like that's one hundred percent healthy because when I crash, I'm I'm out for day days, mm-hmm. not one day, multiple days. So then I'm not functioning. Um, whereas if you need to rest, that's different. Mine is a, I, I cannot deal right now. So I'm hiding under my covers. Probably I your
0: hibernation. Anymore.
1: Yes. They're not yeah. tired anymore. I just don't want to deal with functioning right now. Yeah. So that, um, you know, you kind of miss out on things when you're doing that. Right. Right. I'm finding that, um, I know we used to, I know you used to journal
0: and I tried to restart journaling. It was really, it's kind of hard for me. I don't know if that's because I'm writing creatively more. It's a little mm. bit harder for me to journal Um, in the last couple of years. I am finding that music is, is working for me. This is something that I did initially when I was younger. But I'm finding that music is something I'm revisiting, um, putting on something that's either like making me think I can sing and just play <laughs> or something that is making me think I still got to pop lock it and drop it like it's and Really, it just is let it down slowly and it stays there for a little while. <laughs> But music definitely um, a mood changer. That's one of the experiments I did in for undergrad. Um, I'm finding that that's good, and me too. Like if I can, um, you know, get into a show, catch up on my shows, not think about anything. Um, this kind of reading that I like is a little bit. It can be triggering because I am totally <laughs> into. I am a Black Panthers history, Black people, Black all, everything, voting for everybody Black. So sometimes reading my, um, what? Political science, yep. social justice. Is your leisure,
1: little, your leisurely.
0: Right, exactly. Not so, so leisurely. I, a it's a little bit harder, so I don't do that as much. But, um, you know, the other thing that is harder since we've been in a pandemic is us getting together is also coping, right, throughout the year, mm-hmm. one, two times, however many times we've, we've mentioned this before, that's been a major omission. Um, as you get older and you're very clear about the kind of people that you surround yourself around, you surround yourself with and who you want to interact with also becomes, I think a little bit smaller. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so, whereas in before, I think going to hang out with loved ones or get with your friends and do brunch, eh, not so much anymore. Yeah. In particular. Yeah about that. So, um, Mm -hmm. I think that too, for us kind of segues, segues us into our self-care practices, right? Um, one of the self-cares that we make it a point to do is, you know, I go to Texas, um, as much as possible, not when the mosquitoes are out though. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, so that we have that connect, right. That Mm -hmm. is self-care. Going away,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, I'm good for a staycation. I love going and just getting a hotel room and being like, whoo, saw blackout curtains, room mm-hmm. surface, explore the area, um, going to see family. That's always good self care for me. Um, and last month, I did not do that. I didn't have Saturdays that I watched, ben- you know, watch, binge my shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not take those moments. And it was clearly evident. So we will not be making that mistake again. This right. Moment.
1: And I think that like, for me, <laughs> I was telling uh Nay that I made three by five cards to remind me of stuff. I have po- at work. I have posted notes everywhere. Just li- This do this, do that. And I, it kind of feels good when I did it and I can crumble it up and throw it away or check it off the list. But like, like you said, May was so jam packed of so much stuff, and I say mayhem, but it was just, it was just a lot of things that were. It was the end of something, so everything was coming to a head. But to remind myself to do some self care, to remind myself to take some some time for myself, is something that I may need to do just to just to reinforce to build that habit of taking that time every month, no matter what the month entails, because you're not going to be able to get through it. If you're not taking care of yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, that's I when you when you said that it brought brought it to my mind like, okay, make a note. In May, just a big old circle. In May, take some time away. I like yeah. that. Hey, take your take some time away. May go away. May stay away. All of may, the- May, May go away. So
0: <laughs> may go away. So the mayhem will stay away. Hello. At- Okay. Okay. Hello. Hello. There it is. Like there it is. I need to be some um, merchandise coming out soon. Feeling yeah. <laughs> <Heal> <laughs> and feeling. I love it. Um, so we hope that you know, in this process, while we're talking about mental health, because we will definitely be continuing this series, um, that you guys are a able to recognize what you might be struggling with. For some of us, it's depression. For some of us, it's anxiety. For some of us, it's um, addressing and healing from our traumas. Um, you know, you recognize what you are, are, what you need to deal with. If you are unable to, if you even have an inkling, you know, tap into therapy. Like we would not be the crazy sane people we are if we have not tapped into therapy and we were not able to create support systems. And don't get me wrong, we are very blessed women. We have great families. We have great friends, friends that have become sisters, but we also create our systems. We can create mm-hmm. whomever. So it might not be your mama. It might not be your sister. It might be your coworker. It might be um, that lady you see at Zumba every week. Mm. You have to create your systems so that they can help you address what you might be dealing with. Therapy helps you pull out the tools. Therapy helps you recognize your symptoms. Um, Therapy helps you recognize your manifestations, okay? Therapy will help you design coping skills. And we want everyone to have healthy coping skills. We have not always had healthy coping skills. There was a point in my life I tried to eat my life away. Um, You know, there's a point where we attach to maybe unhealthy people because we are seeking... You know, whatever it may be, validation to fill the hole. This is very early for me, where I was not recognizing my anxiety because, as Black women, it's often man- it's often covered by "we can do all things" until we turn into an angry Black woman. Okay, um, please recognize that you cannot do all things. You shouldn't have to do all things, and learn how to filter out what it is that you need to do and still maintain you. That's all of the podcast. So once you recognize your symptoms, you develop your coping skills, um, then you practice your self-care. You practice Mm -hmm. your self-care so that you can continuously function um, and thrive, not even just live, but to thrive. That's what we are hoping for everyone um, as we continue to learn how to do that. And you just get, you know, you get better and better. And that's not to say that you might not have a regression or a slip up. You know, there are times where I'd be like, fuck the world. Don't I say nothing to me ever again. <laughs> ever. I'm not answering no text, not answering my phone. Please don't speak to me. Right? But it's shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter <laughs> and shorter and shorter and less and less and less to so the point where I'll be like, okay, listen, I received your message. I need a minute and I'm definitely going to get back to you. Okay? I don't have to pop off anymore and go off, <laughs> but it's a process.
1: It's a. almost 42 and almost 43. It is a process. It's a process. It is very much a process. And I think too, that it's important in self-care, which I, I think it's important to first associate self-care and mental health um, exercises may not be the right word, but like we're, you're doing self-care to, um, promote healthy mental health um, you could have unhealthy mental health but your self-care is for that so going to Rodeo Drive and spending all of your paycheck is not self-care Up <laughs> the bar is not self-care and a lot of people are starting now because self-care movement they're using that as a um, scapegoat for doing something that was kind of reckless but for themselves so it was selfish It wasn't something that was actually um, cultivating your your mental health. It was just something that you did. Um, Drinking for the weekend is not self-care. So I think it's important for people to realize and understand that when you are doing self-care, you're taking care of yourself because you're normally taking care of everything else. And if you don't take care of, if you don't eat, if you don't drink, um, if you don't exercise, you don't take your medicine. You can't maintain your physical health. Same thing with self care. You need to be able to do those things to help maintain your mental health, so because it's just as important as your physical health. So um, just so you guys understand that, that those things go hand in hand. Gardening can be um, self care. You know, get going, getting your hair done. Having someone just massage your scalp—that's physical and mental <laughs> self care right there. Get your clothes done. Go to the movies hang out with friends, join a book club, things like that, that just kind of pour into your spirit, into your mental health, your emotional health, your uh, spiritual health is what is is a key factor in this.
0: Right. And I'm a big proponent as well as um, what I call interactive and socially mediated self-care, which are a lot of those things. Mm -hmm. Um, I practice a lot of solitude and reflection, right? Mm -hmm. so. Also check in with you, sit outside. I often sit in my car, right? I'm transitioning maybe from work and into the house or, but take a few minutes to sit in your car and speak life, manifest, speak affirmations in the morning. You know, I might have to say, wow, today got a little hectic, but I'm okay. And tomorrow, you know, I will be better or I'll do this differently. Um, I feel good. Give yourself a Likert scale. Today in the morning when I wake up, I am grateful for all of these things, and I feel like a six. I'm gonna do my best to either push towards an eight or at least maintain my six. Um, mm, so it doesn't need to be um, socially mediated, meaning a, a thing has to happen or someone else needs to be involved. If that's your mm-hmm. thing, that's fine. My mom loves going to get her toes done. Okay, <laughs> um, so find out what works for you, and like right. said. Make sure it just sharpens and pours into your mental and spiritual self. Okay. Um, we look forward to our next episode. We will not be M I A again. <laughs> but now you guys know we we're very transparent about how the month of May went. Um, but please feel free to email us any questions at Dylan and Hillen at Gmail. That's D E A L N H E A L N at gmail.com um we are also on patreon as dylan and healing if you'd like to join if you'd like to come on the show if you'd like to get some of our bonus content um and then check out our youtube page also dylan and healing and i think that's all for today i'm nene and i'm coco and you know what y'all we are not therapists but we be dropping gyms we definitely be dropping gyms and we're not comedians but We hella funny. Hella funny. Even (laughs) if we just think we're funny. That's (laughs) all that matters. (laughs) We laugh at our jokes. They're funny. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, But we are most definitely and most profoundly Black woman magic personified. Personified. Good night, y'all.